are FHA loans assumable? And if they are, how does one go about assuming a home with an FHA mortgage? That is what we're going to talk about today on the In Bloom podcast. I'm Josh Bickford, uh, and this is episode number 23 of the In Bloom podcast, live at 9 a.m. Mountain, Monday through Thursday, uh, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, and on Facebook. Uh, here, we have a cup of coffee together. We talk about what it looks like to thrive in life and in real estate. We peer around the corner as to what's coming and what's next, so that when it arrives, you're already there. Uh, and you stay in front of the market and you're not trying to catch up, or worse, look backwards and go back to a market that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, we're not going to do that. We're not going to be afraid of the future <clears throat> and we're going to thrive. So um, the best part of the real estate industry culture, I've always thought, was when we sit down together, have a cup of coffee and talk about our dreams, our plans, our struggles. We connect with each other on a deep level and we help push each other towards next. Uh, and that's what we do here. So enjoy. <clears throat> Yum. So uh, yesterday, um, we talked about why somebody would assume a mortgage as opposed to um, originate a new one. Uh, and we went through three reasons for that. Uh, this week, I'm going to go through the different assumable types, I think. The, the assumable mortgage is what's next. It is going to be the thing that is going to, I've said many different versions of, save people's bacons, drive the market, bacons, save people's bacon. <clears throat> um, th this is definitely something that is going to be a huge driver of the residential real estate world over the next few years. Right now, the um, supply and demand is still off kilter enough uh, that we haven't seen a capitulation from sellers. We haven't seen people say, that they're willing to give up that 3% interest rate for something else. Uh, and so we're ahead of things a little bit, but I promise you, uh, once this uh, once this economy accepts that the Fed's not going to pivot, and once we realize that we're in for the long haul, all of a the sudden, these assumable mortgages are going to come right to the forefront. And you are going to be ahead of the market, ready to go. So FHA mortgages, so assumable mortgages are government-backed mortgages. That means FHA, that means VA, and that means USDA. Today, we're going to talk about FHA. Uh, tomorrow, we'll talk about VA. Uh, and then um, Thursday, we will talk about um, USDA. And there's actually, it's an option that exists right now within VA that's actually, or not VA, excuse me, USDA, that's actually even better than assumption that I didn't even know existed until about two weeks ago. Uh, so we will talk about that on Thursday. So for now, FHA, uh, a lot of people know about FHA notes. They are familiar with them. They're thought of as a first time home buyer note. Um, you have probably done deals uh, where an FHA note was used. The appraisals are a little bit stricter. So sometimes sellers don't want to use don't want to use them on a flip. They have to have a certain uh, title seasoning. So that's another reason why they might not allow uh, for an FHA mortgage. Uh, and it's those are all done out of um, 
the thought of protecting the buyer. These aren't people typically who have a huge down payment and you don't want to put them into a situation that is, you know, like a, a money pit or that type of thing. Um, FHA mortgages have more relaxed underwriting guidelines. That means higher debt to income ratios, lower uh, credit scores are allowed. Uh, the, the loan is not, um, the insurance is actually backed by the United States government. So they're looked at uh, as good investments because of that. Uh, you have to make a 3.5% down payment on a new origination. Uh, and then kind of the downside to FHA and why somebody might choose a different route is you pay an upfront mortgage insurance and a monthly mortgage insurance. And if you don't put down at least 10%, which very few people ever do, uh, you have mortgage insurance the whole time you have the note. Now on on a assumable deal, you're not going to have upfront mortgage insurance because that's already been paid. And if it's 3% with mortgage insurance, um, it's still way cheaper than 7% without it, uh, for sure. So nobody's going to give a crap about, um, about that mortgage insurance when they're looking to assume something because the payment is going to save them five, six, seven hundred $700 every single month. Uh, and you know, over 10 years, a hundred thousand dollars kind of thing. It's crazy. Uh, so when it comes to assuming, uh, an FHA deal, uh, the most important, skip the screen that I was going to use here. The most important thing, and this is how you find if an FHA deal is assumable. There's something called lender overlays. Um, I do not believe, I can't ever remember a time that I saw an FHA note that wasn't assumable, but there are lender overlays. It is possible you'll come across that. So what you're looking for on if a note is assumable, there is a clause in the mortgage that would be filed with the county or the, you know, the sellers would have on file somewhere. It says this, if you sell or transfer this property to another person, your lender, and then there's two checkbox underneath. One checkboxes, excuse me, I need more coffee today, uh, will allow under certain conditions this person to assume this loan on the original terms. If that's checked, bingo, you have an assumable mortgage. If it says will not allow assumption of this loan on the original terms and there's a checkbox there, that one is not assumable. Uh, so if you have an FHA loan, that's I probably would still reach out to the lender and see if they would because uh, these change hands and who knows. But should be that FHA loans are assumable. That clause is where you can impress clients. It's where you can prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that the loan is assumable. Uh, that is awesome. So uh, let's see here. So let's start. Um, so assumption to assume an FHA loan. The home, the buyer that's going to assume the loan has to be owner occupied. <clears throat> that means you're going to move into the house as your primary residence. The rule kind of in the lending world is one year. If you're going to live there for one year, then you can move on. Uh, if the person has no intention of ever moving in, what that's known as is mortgage fraud. Uh, that will help you go to jail. So don't do that. So if somebody's looking for investment properties, this isn't the way to do it. You can go back um, a couple of episodes uh, and I have a, 
a one titled multifamily, assumable mortgages and multifamily. Uh, if you were going to own or occupy a duplex, triplex, or fourplex, I guess you'd say, threeplex, fourplex, I don't know, probably call those different things all around the country. Uh, you could do those and buy one every year, assume it, move into it, rent, get the rents all stabilized and all that kind of stuff, and then do it again. Um, that is how you would buy investment property, assuming mortgages like this, a single family FHA deal, owner occupied only. Super important. FHA also has a rule that you can only have one FHA mortgage at a time. I have read from more than one person that they don't really enforce this rule. So that could be the case. However, my, I would operate from the assumption that they will if somebody is moving into another house and they want to keep their previous home uh, as, a, as a rental into the future, for instance. Uh, or if you were doing the multifamily thing and you were moving on to house number three or four or something, that would make sense. Um, when you assume a deal, the underwriting doesn't exist. There is a check that's done on your ability to repay the note. They have to prove that you can afford the payment. And they have to make sure you're credit worthy. So you have to go through those checks. Uh, but you're not going to have to get an appraisal if you don't have a three and a half percent down payment. And the, you know, let, let's say that there's a $400,000 loan on it and it's a $400,000 price. You can just assume the mortgage the down payment doesn't matter. Uh, if you, if they, if you, hold on, let's try this again. If you are, you know, like if let's say it's a $300,000 note and a $400,000 house and you don't have $100,000 in cash, you can get a second mortgage. The paperwork from that second mortgage is going to have to be turned in to the first mortgage holder for that ability to repay portion to be accounted for. And that second mortgage holder is going to have specific, um, like they're going to have terms. They're going to make you get an appraisal and that sort of thing, most likely. And you're probably going to have to put like 10% down on those. So um, in if you didn't catch what I'm talking about, you can get creative with these. Don't have to have a down payment. We went through last week uh, eight deals down in the um, southern front range of you know, like Colorado Springs Monument. I think there's one from Castle Rock. Uh, we went through some of those in Colorado where one of them, the seller was probably bringing money to the table for the buyer to assume their mortgage. There's a two and a, two and a quarter percent VA note, I think. And they were like $40,000 upside down. Uh, makes sense to buy that house, actually. Um, the seller can't really contribute anything on these, only closing costs. Anything additional has to go towards paying down of the note. Uh, so uh, that is worth noting. Um, big, big, big thing to discuss here is the incentives when it comes to assuming a mortgage. With a new origination, the lender, the broker, whoever, all, everybody on the lending side gets paid. There's money in originating new business. In assuming a previous note, there isn't. There's a few hundred bucks in it for them. So you've got to operate from the expectation that they're not necessarily going to bend over backwards to work with you. They probably don't yet have a department set up to handle these. They will eventually because they're, like I said, these are going to drive the market. But as it sits right now, they're going to move a little bit slower. They're going to, um, you know, 
they're going to be a little bit tricky. There are specific rules that they have to follow when it comes to um, timelines and all of that. Uh, in my master class, which I've got free version linked below, uh, beginnings of it, um, we go into all of those of timelines and and what to expect and how to set expectations for your uh, for your buyer. If if I got into all that on this podcast, it'd be three hours long. Uh, so uh, those are all things to pay attention to when it comes to assuming an FHA loan. Um, it's an easier process that you can get more creative with and you can look for a scenario as opposed to, you know, specific house or something like that. Or maybe you're in an area where there's a ton of them. There'll be lots of options. If you're able to market these as a list agent effectively, showing people why the assumable mortgage is such a good deal. Um, these are going to fly. They're going to fly. We talked about that as well from Las Vegas um, a couple of weeks ago. or Yeah, I think like two weeks ago. Um, how assuming an FHA loan would be different than a new origination. Uh, we talked about the incentives. The property has already been evaluated, so they don't have to do that. Uh, they're going to check your ability to repay. Down payment sourcing doesn't really matter. Um they're going to source it, of course, but it's it's an assumption. It's not a new origination. So all of the rules that apply up front don't really apply in this case. They have to follow the law and make sure you're not like using drug money or something. But, you know, if you need a second mortgage, if you are getting a gift from a family member, if you've got all the cash yourself, if there is no down payment, all of that works. Um sources or the lender overlays we talked about. Every lender will be a little bit different to work with. And uh, an overlay is simply additional rules. Um, if you think of like a highway or guardrails on a bridge kind of thing, uh, lenders have to have to their kind of guardrails are uh, the performance of their portfolio and the amount that they're originating. So if they start to go off the rails that the portfolios, they're going to tighten all their standards up and add rules on top of the minimum standard. Uh, and if their and if their um, portfolio they're originating is perfect, they can loosen their guidelines a little bit to increase the amount of business that they have. Uh, so those overlays will come into play a little bit when you're assuming these. Uh, seller of the property will be involved. Obviously, their their um, their loan is being assumed, so they're going to be involved in the process. Uh, they're going to be the starting point to begin the assumption process. Um, and timeline on these, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's going to take a little bit longer for a while until we really get these things ramped up. There are specific rules. Again, once you get all the paperwork in, you're on an official timer. Um, and um, it's a it's going to be a learning experience for the first couple of them. That's why we, we talk about that also in my course. Like the free version that I have that's linked below. Well, the first, the first lesson is linked below. It's right here on YouTube. Uh, the free one is bullet points. Go figure it out yourself. Lots of people like that. Uh, if you're wired that way, it's fantastic for that. If you're somebody who wants to deliver excellence from the very first one and kind of deep dive to understand everything, that's what the whole masterclass is for. Um, and coaching and all that kind of stuff is in there as well. So um, kind of in closing, the reason we talked about yesterday someone would assume the loan is because there's no volatility in rates. The, the market movement doesn't matter as much because there is extreme affordability and you're going to pay the deal off faster. 
And when it comes to FHA, they're easier on the underwriting side. They don't have an appraisal. The fees up front are less. You're going to save a ton of money. Uh, nobody's going to care about the forever mortgage insurance because the interest rate is so much less that you're saving a ton. You're going to pay the house off faster. Uh, and you can you can find deals where you don't have to put three and a half percent down. They absolutely exist um, right now for sure. The, the sooner or the more recently the purchase was made, the more likely that is that there's a smaller gap. Obviously, if they purchased the house in 2015, there's probably a much larger gap than if they bought it at the beginning of 2022, for instance. So uh, as an agent on these, um, if you know the process a little bit, you know the benefits to the buyer and the seller, because obviously these houses are going to be in the most demand. They're going to get more prices. We have proved, proven that in previous episodes. Uh, these present an unbelievable opportunity. Like, here's something that you can afford that you're going to pay off faster, that you're going to skip the volatility of trying to guess at what your price point needs to be as rates bounce around. Uh, here, it's all right here. It's awesome. Like these are these are unbelievable. So that is assuming an FHA mortgage. If you want to learn more, there's a free there's a link below uh, for the YouTube class or on YouTube's the first lesson from my free three lesson course uh, that you can take. And then if you want to deep dive from that, I have created the entire masterclass. Uh, that one does cost money and it can be paid at once or over three months. Uh, and there's uh, community and class and and uh, hours, there's hours of class in there and we'll have live Q and A's and all sorts of other stuff uh, to really um, benefit you because the, this is going to be the thing that keeps people in the business. It's going to, there's going to come a point where the real estate market is just going to grind to a halt and people still have to move. People still have to transact. It's the people who have to over the people who want to. And if you prepare in advance and start to orient your business around this stuff and really understand it, the pillar of your community, the person whose voice matters, the person who understands this will be you uh, and you will thrive. So if you got value out of this podcast today, be sure to share it with a friend. Hit the like button. If you've not subscribed yet, please do that. Uh, and as always, I hope today is one of the best days of your life. I hope you're full of confidence. I hope that you know that you matter, that you value, that you are loved, and there are people in your community who need you right now more than ever. Um, I will see you tomorrow where we will talk about assuming VA loans. There are some surprises in there on who qualifies for that and who doesn't. So God bless you. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you tomorrow.